0: RTHK, the news at 11 with Sean Kennedy. Members of the public and top government officials pay their respects to the late former president, Jiang Zemin. The central government gives details of a memorial next week in remembrance of the former president. Health officials rule out, for the moment, tightening social distancing measures despite a sharp rise in the daily COVID tally. A memorial will be held on Tuesday in Beijing in remembrance of former President Jiang Zemin. It will start at 10 a.m. in the Great Hall of the People. The event will be broadcast live. During the ceremony, people across the country will observe three minutes of silence and all public entertainment activities are to be suspended. The former president died in Shanghai yesterday at the age of 96. Here in Hong Kong, Chief Executive John Lee paid tribute to the late former president at the central government's liaison office in Weston. Others there to pay their respects included former CEs CY Leung and Carrie Lam, government officials and lawmakers. Condolence books were also made available. Some people laid floral tributes outside the liaison office in honor of Mr. Jung. One of them told RTHK why she thinks the former president cared about the SAR.
1: So during the financial crisis, he showed great support to Hong Kong society and also stand behind the all of the people in Hong Kong, especially the economy market. It's not like intervention, but more about like being supportive.
0: Health officials say they have no plans right now to begin t- to tighten social distancing measures, despite the daily coronavirus tally hitting its highest level since early September. There were 10,137 new cases reported. 15 more patients with COVID have died. At a press briefing, officials repeated calls for people, particularly the elderly and children, to get inoculated against both COVID and the flu. The Undersecretary for Health, Libby Lee, also urged people who catch COVID to seek medical help as soon as possible.
2: We were very unhappy to see if you know that you are positive, but you delay seeking help from the doctors and delay taking the drugs which can actually cure you and uh, shorten your period of sickness. So that's why we do this advice or drive Hopefully, you know, the patients can actually seek help as early as possible. This is probably one of the reasons why we can see in search of death. People still actually do not like going to hospital, do not like to see doctors. This is quite a common phenomenon.
0: Some primary three students had full day school today for the first day, for the first time ever. They are among those attending primary schools at which at least 70% of pupils have been double jabbed. Natalie Ching has more.
1: Some students said they were delighted to stay at school longer. Most of those our talked to were excited about the prospect of having lunch at school with friends and having more time to play with them. But this primary five student was worried he might get overly tired.
2: Having to attend school
1: this early and off that late, I'm afraid that I'll doze off in afternoon classes. The Education Bureau no longer requires schools to partition canteens to isolate their student diners. But that has this pupil surnamed Chen worried.
2: It's not a good idea to eat at school. I'm afraid of being infected with
0: COVID from my classmates.
1: But Hong Xing, the principal of the SKH Teen Shui Wai Ling or primary school, said he's not concerned this would lead to COVID outbreaks in his school. He said pupils are not allowed to chat with each other when having lunch and the school will provide partitions if the students were Question.
0: Two former Cathay Pacific flight attendants have been jailed for eight weeks for violating quarantine rules. Eastern Court heard that Wong Yun-Lung and Nilsson Lau were subject to medical surveillance for two, three weeks last December, but failed to observe the specified conditions and had gone out for meals before testing positive for COVID. The two had been remanded in custody after their convictions last month. One of the world's biggest reinsurance firms says natural disasters so far in 2020 have made this year one of the most expensive for global insurance. Swiss Ray said disasters had already cost companies $115 billion. US. It said Hurricane Ian, which struck the southeast of the United States in September, was the most costly event, estimated at up to $65 billion. Secondary causes such as floods and hailstorms accounted for the rest. Onto the weather forecast. It'll be mainly cloudy with one or two light rain patches tonight. Rather cool again tomorrow with a minimum temperature of about 13 degrees in urban areas. Slightly lower in the new territories. There'll be sunny intervals later on and a high of about 18 degrees. Currently 15 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is 71%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The High Court has acceded to the government's request for an adjournment of the national security trial of former media tycoon Jimmy Lai. This is to allow the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress to decide whether or not the original intention of the law it passed was to allow foreign lawyers to take part in such cases. Violet Wong reports.
2: At a hearing before a three-judge panel, the Department of Justice said it had every reason to believe that Beijing will accept Chief Executive John Lee's request for it to interpret the national security law, a move that could see lie banned from engaging British barrister Tim Mowen to defend him. Anthony Chow from the prosecution noted that the government's move was fully supported by mainland authorities, including Beijing's liaison office and the State Council's Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office. He said the Standing Committee's decision on whether overseas barristers who aren't qualified to practice in Hong Kong can take part in national security cases would have far-reaching implications. Mr Chow then asked for a seven-day adjournment to Lai's case. But the court said it would be more prudent to add a few more days and postponed the hearing until December 13th, with no objection from the defense. Prosecutors warned they may seek further adjournments depending on Beijing's timetable for an interpretation. But one of the judges, Alex Lee, said it would be unfair to lie and other defendants if the trial was repeatedly adjourned without a clear time frame on when it would commence. Mr Chow said he believed Beijing would accept the interpretation request shortly and he would then be able to inform the court of suitable days for the trial. Tim Owen was absent from the hearing, with Light's defence team saying the Immigration Department had withheld his work visa extension.
0: Two men have died and more than 30 people were evacuated after a fire broke out at a building in Wan Chai. Police have classified the case as murder, arson and suicide. Officers believe the two men had an argument before one of them set fire to the unit. Damon Pang reports.
2: Firefighters were called to Camlock Lock Mansion on Lockhart Road at about 3 a.m. and took more than an hour to put the fire out. The two victims were found inside the flat. Police Superintendent Sin Kwok Ming told a press briefing that one was an 89-year-old man surnamed Lau who had lived there for over three decades. His body was charred, he said, but there was also a two-centimeter wound on his chest apparently caused by a sharp object. The other man suffered serious burns and was rushed to Rutanji Hospital, where he was declared dead. He also had a one-centimeter wound on his chest. Mr. Sin said two cans of inflammable solvent were also found and had been sent to a laboratory for further tests.
0: A 25-year-old man has been arrested for murder after his mother was found dead at their home in Apak Ngao Taukok Estate. Police said the 50-year-old woman had been missing for a few days. A nurse raised the alarm after no one answered the door when she went to visit the flat in Wing house yesterday. Firemen then broke in. The woman's body was found in a bedroom with bruises and scratches on her face, back and arms. Police say the suspect has a history of mental illness. President Xi Jinping has told the president of the European Council, Charles Michel, that Beijing wants to strengthen strategic communication and coordination with the European Union. Wendy Wong reports.
3: In a meeting at the Great Hall of the People in Beijing, Mr Xi told Mr Michel that he hoped EU institutions and member states will establish an objective and correct perception of China. Broadcaster CCTV reported that Mr Xi said China will remain open to European companies and hopes the bloc can eliminate interference to provide a fair and transparent business environment for Chinese companies. The president also mentioned the passing of former leader Jiang Zemin during the meeting. He noted that during his tenure as state leader, Mr Jiang had attached great importance to the development of Sino-EU relations. Mr. Xi said Mr. Jiang had visited European countries many times, maintained close contact with his leaders, and promoted dialogue and cooperation between the two sides. The president said his legacy will be carried on and that Beijing will continue to develop China-EU relations.
0: Charles Michel says after their meeting that he urged President Xi to use his influence on Russia over the war in Ukraine. China is a global player and a permanent member of the un Security council. We all share the responsibility to work for peace and for the respect of the fundamental principles of the United Nations Charter. I urged President Xi, as we did, at our EU-China summit in April to use his influence on Russia to respect the UN Charter. Turning overseas, the UN is appealing for a record 51.3 billion US dollars to fund its work over the next year. The vigor is a twenty-five percent increase on last year. The UN says the cash will support two hundred and thirty million people worldwide. The UNA chief Martin Griffiths says that number is only going to rise. That increase is a steady increase in the last few years. Since 2019, if you look back at the at the trends, it's been going up steadily by about that amount. It's spiked with COVID. It went up. Unfortunately, it didn't come down after COVID but the numbers have been steadily increasing. So the next year is going to be the biggest humanitarian program in the world. A sixth letter bomb has been discovered in Spain after one was intercepted at the U.S. Embassy. The Interior Ministry said the letters all received in just over a week were similar and contained a pyrotechnic material. Here's the BBC's Guy Hedgecoe. Inevitably, people are talking about the possible Ukrainian connection, the Ukrainian embassy, the military base, and also the Spanish government is being targeted. The Spanish government has voiced support for the ukrainian government now also one other detail which people have been looking at closely as well is that reportedly this weapons manufacturer up in saragossa which received one of these letter bombs has been supplying grenade launchers which have been sent out to ukraine to help ukraine's fight against russia sport now two more world cup groups will be decided tonight. Four time champions Germany are bottom of Group E with just one point, but all four teams in their group still have a chance of progressing. A point for Spain against Japan would see them through. It would also be enough for Japan as long as Costa Rica and Germany draw. Here's the BBC's Jordan Algott Germany must beat Costa Rica and rely on Spain to beat Japan to avoid going out at the group stage for a second successive time. Opponents Costa Rica have ambitions of their own, though, and they will be through if they win. It will be a huge occasion for another reason, though, as Stephanie Frappart will become the first
4: female referee to take charge of a men's World Cup match. Costa Rica's Celso Borges says he thinks that's great.
0: A huge achievement for women for globally. Uh, if she's there, it's because she has all the capabilities to do uh, good work and perform well under this stage. She has done it before, so... Uh, I just hope uh, she has a good match and that we can help also her be in an easy match. Belgium are also likely to need a win against Croatia to avoid going home. Here's their goalkeeper, Thibaut Courtois. Obviously, we want to pass. It will be a difficult game, but we know uh, what is expected and uh, we will give everything on the field. After it's football, everything can happen, but we will give everything on the field. A draw will be enough for Croatia and may also be enough for Belgium if Morocco lose by four against Canada. The North African team will go through if they at least match Belgium's result. Those Group F games kicked off a short while ago. Spain, Japan, Germany and Costa Rica play at 3am. An all-female referee team will take to the pitch at at the World Cup tonight for the first time in the men's tournament and they'll oversee the match between Costa Rica and Germany. They're led by the Frenchwoman Stephanie Rappard. To cricket, where the first test between Pakistan and England started as scheduled in Raw- Rawalpindi today after the visitors said they could field a fit side despite a virus scare. The start of the series, England's first in Pakistan since 2005, was thrown into doubt yesterday after several members of the touring squad, including Captain Ben Stokes, fell ill. Four England batsmen scored centuries as the visitors piled up a record 506 for four. England are on their first test tour to Pakistan in 17 years. Golf now and world number three. Cameron Smith struggled in the opening round of the Australian Open, falling behind course record-setting leader David Michaluzzi while Grace Kim led the women's tournament in Melbourne. British Open champion Smith finished one over par, leaving him tied for 64th. Local professional Michaluzzi set a course record 63 to lead by three shots from fellow Australian Matthew Griffith. Grace Kim equaled the women's course record at Kingston Heath with a seven under 66. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Members of the public and top government officials have paid their respects to the late former President Jiang Zemin, and the central government has given details of a memorial next week to remember the former president. And health officials have ruled out for the moment tightening social distancing measures. The news from RTHK.
4: RTHK, Radio 3. shades of night are falling it's twilight time out of the mist your voice is calling tis twilight time when purple colored curtains mark the end of day i'll hear you my dear, at twilight time
2: and a very good evening one and all here in hong kong we've almost made it to friday just a few minutes to go and to bridge that gap, we've got 45 minutes of easy listening music, particularly if you've had a bit of a hard day. If you'd like a song yourself, it's Radio Pete at Gmail. First one for you tonight, from a great mix, is the song from the Maguire Sisters.
4: Together, at last at